morning. Welcome to Wednesday evening chapel. Wednesday evening chapel. Wednesday morning chapel. I was here last night. Sorry. Uh, as for me and my house, uh, it is our privilege to have Reverend Mark Fuller uh, here this week as uh, the, the T.W. Willingham Preacher of the Year. I've asked President Graves to more formally introduce him and his wife. Well, I'm not sure I would formally introduce him, but uh, let me just tell you a little bit about my friend Mark Fuller. Uh, Mark is a graduate of Mid-America Nazarene University and Nazarene Theological Seminary. And uh, he had his first church on the West Texas District. And that's when I became acquainted and friends with Mark and, and his wife Sue. And he pastored the East Park in Arlington, Texas. That's right. Stayed with them in their home and grew to be... <laughs> and from Arlington, the Lord took him to uh, Phoenix, and there, uh, over the next 18 years, God used Mark in a marvelous way to build a great church, uh, Crossroads Church of the Nazarene. And, and then, uh, by God's grace, uh, Mark heard and, and uh, accepted the call to the great church there in Grove City Church of the Nazarene in Grove City, Ohio, which is really Columbus, Ohio. And uh, uh, that church uh, on a Sunday will uh, have about 3,500 people. And uh, we just appreciate Mark coming and being with us and, and Sue. Sue, would you please stand so we can welcome you this morning? Well, Mark is going to be sharing a little bit today about the uh, partnership that God has brought uh, NBC and Grove City together. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity uh, to expand and build the kingdom of God. So you're going to enjoy uh, hearing from him today. So welcome, Mark. We're glad to have you on the campus. Thank you, Alan, for leading us today. And it's, thank you, President Grays, for that gracious invitation and introduction today. Uh, your president is a very good friend of mine. We've, we've interfaced together in many occasions down through the years, and uh, I feel very much at home here. Amen. Is that okay? Sure. And you've made me feel that way, and I've known some of you, others of you, uh, for a long time. Uh, Jim Russell over here, we pastored in Arizona together. If I start listing names, I'm going to leave somebody out, so I don't want to start doing that. But uh, that's not what this, this is not reminiscent time. This is casting vision time. And I uh, appreciate the invitation to come as Preacher of the Year. Wow, what, a, what an honor that is. And we'll be uh, uh, doing that in the evening sessions. But I, I asked your president, if, uh, if, since it's primarily uh, staff, faculty, and cabinet here, it'd be a good time since we're entering into a, a new partnership together. Uh, between the school and Grove City Church of the Nazarene. I thought it'd be a good time to just cast vision for that. I know you've talked about that some among yourselves, and, uh, and uh, he felt it would be a good thing for you to hear my heart as the pastor of the church. So I want to do that. Uh, in fact, I've entitled this Partners Together, and I believe that through the, our unique relationship, God is renewing a biblical paradigm for ministry preparation. I say renewing because that's really the way it started. It started originally 
with the church and the schools working hand in hand. In fact, the church, there is no other church except the local church. We all know that, don't we? Every part of our church is there to facilitate and equip the local church and to raise up leaders within our church. No one would take issue with the notion that the local church and the school are in partnership together in preparing men and women for the daunting task of ministry in our world today. But the reality is that we have, we have oftentimes asked the academic institution to provide the whole bailiwick. And at maybe uh, our schools would, would ask churches to be involved, but not really a true partnership. Now, of course, through our boards of trustees, uh, there are, there's accountability, there's a strong relationship. But in the operations of, of, of the actual uh, hands-on of ministry and, and the, the matriculation process, it's, it's basically we've delegated that to our schools. And, uh, and, and of course, the need for, for practical preparation encourages schools to include the local churches in that. But historically, it's been more of a partnership. In fact, I think since it's been separated from one another is a bad thing. I think we look at historically churches, schools that have been started. Most of our great schools, especially on the East Coast, right across our nation, as you know, were started by churches and, uh, and had their roots there, firmly grounded in the mission of, of the Great Commission, I should say. But over time, that mission drift has created a chasm between the schools and their moorings with the church. In fact, our own church universities are, are fighting this same mission drift. I've, I've served on this board of trustees here. I, certain, I served on, currently serve on our uh, uh, seminary board of trustees and talked with... Uh, with, with Ron Benefield. I've talked with some of our university presidents. They're keenly aware of this, this almost inertia that just moves a school away from its, its roots. And we fight against that. And I know that you are committed to keeping focused on mission. But the realities are, uh, when our schools were started, and I'm not talking about necessarily our Bible colleges, our colleges and universities, uh, our religion departments were the flagship departments. And it seems like over time they've kind of been relegated to an also-ran situation. I, I, you know, I'm just going to kind of share from my heart. Is this okay? I, don't, I'm not, I'm not, I love our church. I'm just kind of observing some things that I've seen and, and, and how I sense, though, in the midst of all that, God is doing a new thing of, of reuniting, bringing our schools and churches back together in a true, realistic way partnership. And I'm excited about that. I think the Holy Spirit's breathing this renewed desire among our church leadership to bring this together once again. That's why I'm excited about this relationship with uh, the Bible College. Uh, I feel like the Apostle Paul must have felt, if you want a scriptural framework as I was thinking about this unique, wonderful relationship, I thought of his words to the church at Philippi. When he writes in his introductory remarks, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. In fact, I was uh, doing some observation of uh, this passage, well-known passage of scripture again. And William Barclay highlights a couple aspects of this partnership that Paul talks about here. He observes, first of all, we are partners 
in God's grace. It is God's grace that fundamentally unites us together. We all owe a common debt to the grace of God. Amen? Amen. We are nothing apart from Him. We have nothing apart from His unmerited favor. And it's by His grace that we are adopted in the family of God. Anybody glad you're a son or daughter of the King? It's by His grace that He makes us brothers and sisters together. It's by His grace that He unites us in a common purpose. And it's by His grace that He grants us a place to serve and to belong. So we must never forget that the basis of our partnership is, is the grace of our God. And we really do need each other. We, don't, we must not just assume that. We need to say that. We need to demonstrate that and communicate that in a variety of ways. And secondly, Barclay observes that because we are partners in the grace of God, we're also partners in the work of the gospel. Uh, R.P. Martin observes, uh, koinonia in Paul, that well-known word, never refers to a bond joining Christians, but relates to the participation in an object outside of subjective experience. That is not just our unity by God's grace, the shared experiences together we have. It's the common purpose of taking the gospel to the world, of fulfilling the Great Commission. That is what the koinonia unites us in doing the work of ministry together. See, the purpose of our partnership in grace is so that we can partner together in advancing the gospel. And we all know that being a holiness church is not just about personal piety and that shared experience of entire sanctification. Oh, it is indeed that. And we've done a very good job, I believe. And my, I've been born and raised in the Church of Nazarene. Let me give you a little background. My, I'm, a, I'm a PK. You know what that is. A Nazarene PK. You sure know what that is. And uh, I was born on a Sunday and was in the front row of a Nazarene church the next week and I've been there ever since. So, you know, graduated from one of our universities, our seminary, and pastored for 30 years, so you, you, you cut me and I bleed Nazarene, okay? Uh, and I, I have learned and heard more messages on holiness than I probably, I, I should be a lot holier than I am for all the messages I've heard on holiness. Uh, and I've learned about the importance of, of the personal piety and, and entire sanctification. But it must not stop there. God doesn't sanctify his saints to set us on a hill and showcase us to the world. He sanctifies us, what? To send us into the world, to be salt and light. And it's our partnership together as we go out empowered by the Spirit of God, equipped with, by His grace to change our world. That's what really unites us. In fact, I was thinking about that in reference to uh, our Grow magazine. I just I brought this with me and... and uh, I was observing one of my good friends, Gary Moore, pastor of the Yuba City Church of the Nazarene. Uh, I don't know whether you've uh, heard about what's going on at this church. It is absolutely phenomenal by Nazarene standards, I think by any church standards. Gary has been there for 10 years. He was on the mission field for a number of years in Africa. Came back to pastor here. He's been at Yuba City 10 years. I think the church was running about 200 when he got there, two to 300. <coughs> He told me the last three months they've averaged 2,400 in their weekly attendance. They have increased over 500. I've got this here. Top, top 50 churches in worship attendance gains 
last year alone increased from, seven, from 1,200 to 1,724, and they're already over 2,000 uh, this year. So there's something going on there. So I, at M7, this, a couple weeks ago, I was in Kansas City, and I wanted to sit in on Gary's seminar because I, I want to find out about that. What's going on? So I, I'm sitting there, and, uh, and I, you know, I said, Gary, he's not, you know, uh, he's not the real uh, uh, charismatic personality. He's a very strong leader. He's a great leader. But you know, he just kind of just talks along and lopes along. And, and he was, on his seminar, was talking about laying down the biblical foundation for reaching the lost. How we need to be concerned about reaching the lost. That's the heart of God. And I'm sitting there, you know, saying, Gary, we all know this. Come on, man. Get to the good stuff, you know. As if the Bible is not the good stuff. Hello. <laughs> and uh, I, I want to share your story. I want Gary to share his stories about what God is doing there and how it's all happening. You know, we always want the how-to questions answered. And uh, I'm sitting there getting real antsy. I just, I'm almost ready to stand up and say, Gary, tell us some more. Tell us your stories, man. We know God's story. Tell us yours. I, of course, I wouldn't do that. But the Holy Spirit just convicted me. Has that ever happened to you? Holy Spirit just, just stops you right in your tracks and says, Fuller, if you just quiet your spirit and listen to what this man is saying, and more importantly, listen to what I'm saying, you might learn something here today. And so I did. And uh, it is as if the Holy Spirit communicated to me, Mark, this man was over in Africa for however many years. I put in his spirit, in his DNA, a passion for lost people. He caught it. By the way, that's what's happening in other world areas. Only place the church is really not growing is in America and Western Europe. We're the ones that need revival, y'all. We send missionaries overseas. We need them to come back over and, and, and instill some things in us again. And, and I'm listening to this, Gary, and it's like the Holy Spirit said, Mark, I brought him back over here to the States. I planted him in a fertile environment. And for a full decade, he has been instilling, permeating into the very warp and woof of that whole ministry from every level a passion for lost people and it has absolutely taken hold and what you're seeing is just the, the fruit of a passion for lost people it's the fruit of living a holy life and I think, I think that needs to happen that needs to happen all across our land are you with me on that? God wants to do that again. That's what happened to Grove City under Bob Huffaker's leadership. For 16 years, he just, he just kept him focused like a frog on a June bug. It's about the lost. Dennis Rainey in his book, Breakout Churches, features a chapter on Grove City Church of Nazarene. And he says the most important person at Grove City Church of Nazarene is the person who's yet to attend. And if we set our programming and our facilities and our staffing with that kind of priority at every level we begin to see the kind of things that Yuba City is seeing. I'm not talking about Gary, he'd be embarrassed talking about him that way, but, but what I'm talking about is a focus, a partnership of the gospel. It's not just about shared experience, it's about a shared commitment to doing ministry together. 
It's not hard for me to apply that, Paul's words, to this relationship. I, I mentioned last night uh, the relationship I've had with, with Nazarene Bible College that goes way back uh, through my father, who was a former chairman of the Board of Trustees here for a number of years. And, and he'd always talk and say, Mark, if you ever get a chance to serve on a board, that's the one to serve on. You know, he loved this board here. And, uh, of course, I did have the opportunity for four years, and I was kind of bummed out. My move to Ohio uh, kind of knocked me off the board here. And uh, so, uh, but I said, well, we're going to find a way to, to stay connected, and, and we have, and, and we're grateful, Lord, for that. But uh, I just want to share with you, uh, as Paul has shared, being confident of this, that he who began a good work, you see that there in verse 6. We'll carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You see, Paul wrote those words knowing he probably wouldn't see his Philippian friends again. But he was confident that it wasn't his ability that brought the thing to pass. It was God's work. Aren't you glad that God takes it upon himself to give us what we need to do what he's called us to do? He takes it upon his responsibility to, to equip us that way. So our part is simply to cooperate with Him. Our part is to make sure that we are aligning our lives, our ministry, our mission in life with God's calling. Now that's obvious. You all know that. But I love the way my friend Steve Manley puts it. It's not where I am, there He is. It's where He is, I better show up. We need to determine what God is doing. And join him on that, as Henry Blackaby has said. And this partnership, I believe, why I'm so excited about this, God has put this together. I, for 10 years, I tried in the flesh to make this partnership happen. With, I talked to university presidents, and everybody was kind and gracious. But it just wasn't, either wasn't God's timing or it wasn't God's thing. And last October... Your newly uh, inaugurated president and uh, academic dean, Don Stelting, and online director, Dave Phillips, they came and, and spent the weekend at Grove City Church of Nazarene. By uh, my invitation, I don't think I paid for your airfare either. I wasn't a very gracious host, was I? <laughs> but they came at their expense. <laughs> And we had a great weekend together. And Saturday morning in my office, I still remember the meeting, Harold. What for 10 years, just nothing was happening. Nothing, I, I knew God had given me this vision. But in one hour in my office, we hammered out in principle the partnership for a one-year residency for Nazarene Bible College students towards their bachelor's degree at Grove City Church of the Nazarene. And we are, man, that thing is growing. It's on track. It's, it's taken off. In fact, uh, 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 Dave, you put, put it on, online across the uh, our online students, and I think within 24 hours you had 30 responses back of students that want to be a part of this. And we've already sent those 30 students uh, applications. That's in, in process. In fact, last night I had a student came up to me and says, I'd like to be considered. Well, just get, get, the, you know, get, get online there. Get, get connected. And so I, I just think it's something, it, you know, when God does it in His time, it just, it's right. It, right, right. You just know in your spirit, this is right. And everybody wins. It's, it's a good thing. Uh, 
That's why I'm confident that he who began this work, he's going to bring it to completion. What's it going to look like? I don't know. You know, some have asked me, uh, you know, what are you after here, Mark? Are you after, you know, starting a Bible college over there at Grove City? I said, absolutely not. That's not what my vision is. That's not what the vision is. It would be just as naive for me to think I could provide competent academic preparation as it is, I think, naive for an academic institution to be able to provide the practice. You know, you, you, it's a partnership. Amen? Amen? It's a partnership together. And so we need, you know, we need each other. <laughs> the students need both. And that's what I'm interested in. So let me kind of, in my remaining five minutes or so I have here, uh, the vision began. I said, what is this vision you're talking about? What is it? Well, it began while I was preparing for ministry myself. I had the, the joy and privilege of serving on the staff at Olathe College Church under Dr. Paul Cunningham while I was going to seminary. And a little bit after seminary as well. And having the opportunity to make immediate application of what I was learning in the classroom right there in, in a dynamic local church was absolutely... Uh, priceless. Being immersed in that kind of great visionary environment changed my life and ministry forever. The value was not just what I was taught in class, but what I caught through my extended experience in that dynamic visionary culture. In fact, I'm still gleaning. I find myself as the pastor of Grove City still gleaning what I learned under Paul Cunningham and that experience there. And I believe that kind of experience, this is what has motivated. That should not be the exception. That should be the rule. That should not be something, well, just, wasn't that great for you? It ought to be, we ought to provide that kind of thing. And we have, across this land, we have, we have uh, numerous churches that are breaking out, providing that kind of dynamic environment that we can partner with. And I think what we're hammering out, this template here, will just be uh, the, the first fruits of what God is going to be doing across our church. I'm so excited about that. The church needs the school. The school needs the church. The students need both working together. And I'm grateful we have an institution like Nazarene Bible College that has demonstrated the flexibility to adjust its core curriculum to allow these two, this kind of partnership to come together. Uh, Don, I want to thank you for your flexibility about that. He sat in my office and I'm, and I'm casting the vision. He's over there writing down. He, well, this could happen. This class could be applied. And, and, and I couldn't, I never found that anywhere else. I love all of our schools. But when you start dabbling with their core curriculum, man, they start backpedaling real fast. And uh, Nazarene Bible College was willing to, to demonstrate that kind of flexibility. Let me say too that not all residencies are created equal. Can I get some backup on that one? <laughs> My experience in a dynamic, growing, vibrant church like Olathe College Church that was actively engaging the community with the gospel was critical. I am absolutely convinced that a similar experience in a non-growth environment would have been a little or no value to me. And I, I'm, I'm not being critical of our churches. I'm just saying our young men and women and our ministerial students need to be immersed in a culture of growth. In a culture where the, they see the gospel message, they see the message of holiness lived out in a dynamic way that's really impacting its community. So, 
this vision is not just for Grove City. As I mentioned, there are dozens. Yuba City is another one. I, I know, I talk to these guys on a regular basis. I know them, most of them personally. I shared this with them. They are chomping at the bits to get involved in this. They are so excited about it. They see the potential. So in conclusion, let me say that I like win-win partnerships. You like a win-win deal? Now you don't always get a win-win deal, do you? Sometimes the best you can do is a wise compromise. You've got to give a little bit. This person gives a little bit. But when you find something when everybody wins, let's, let's take off of that. Let's make the most of that. In fact, this is not just a win-win situation. This is a win-win-win. Hey, you guys win. God's going to bring some of the sharpest leaders across our land to be a part of your uh, constituency. Uh, the students win. They have the opportunity to be a part of a, a dynamic local church and still get excellent academic preparation right there together. It's happening with these, multi, these you know, the different kinds of delivery systems here, educational delivery systems you have. And, uh, and the church wins. Our staff are pumped about this. They see the vision. See, they, they understand it's about developing leaders. And they see the opportunity to pour into these men and women as they're coming in as residents. It's a it, new blood coming in, new energy, excitement. It's a win-win-win. I'll tell you, when, when, and bottom line, when God wins, everybody wins. When God's kingdom wins. And this is what it's about. It's not about me. I know your president. He's not, this is not an ego thing with him. We just want to see God's kingdom advance. We want to see God raise up men and women with a passion to lead their churches and lead their communities into biblical holiness. Our message, folks, is, is this is the time. It's made for such a time as this. I really believe that. And uh, I can see, uh, President Graves, I can see young men and women and those in midlife coming in responding to God's call through this experience of getting getting excellent academic preparation here through Bible College <coughs> being immersed in a culture like Grove City for a full year catching the DNA of that going out and reproducing that over and over all across our country even around the world I get excited about that Pardon me. Anybody have any water handy? <coughs> I'm going to need some water. I can tell that right now. <coughs> I've had a cough for about four weeks, and uh, <coughs> it's grabbing me right now. But I want you to know I am so blessed to have this partnership. And I thought, Lord, how, would, how can we close this time together? And I want to ask your president to come on up here and join me. In fact, maybe... Uh, we can all just stand. Uh, is, this, is this close to what you've been talking to the sure. folks about? Well, you know, I'm, did, I'm did not I, sure I, we I do have an opportunity in a setting like this to, I know we've talked about it in faculty meeting, and, but I'm not sure that we've had everyone together like this, Mark, and this has been so, so good for us. Well, I, you know, I have a sense. I really have a sense in my spirit. We are on the cusp, as I said, a renewing, a, a paradigm that will could be the difference maker for our church in raising up new leaders. And, and I, you know, I am so blessed and privileged to be, to, to have a small part in that. 
And I would say this to to our community here. Thank you, Alan. It's the thing that we've appreciated so much about Mark's vision and passion for this is that he he fully believes and is strongly committed to an educated ministry. Oh yes, yes. Uh, and uh, we can't that provide was, that. That, that was part of the whole. Uh, strategy here. Yes. There will be, when this word gets out, there's going to be hundreds and hundreds I of people that. that will want to be, go and be immersed in Grove City Nazarene Church. But where we are is to say, yeah, if you're, if you're working towards your degree. Right. And it's not an add-on. It, it's, uh, it's fundamentally a part of what, what uh, we're providing together here. I think it's so exciting. And so I get a Nazarene nod from a few over there. Are you getting excited <laughs> about this? You're starting to see it now? That's great. So, and, and you know, uh, Grove City has a, a school. Tell us a little bit about that. We have a school K through 12, about 700 students. And uh, we're committed. Our, our vision is to be a holiness lighthouse in central Ohio and to raise up the next generation of leaders in the church. That's our vision. Start them small. Start them from the cradle to the grave. We want to just be a ministry training center. And not just adding. Oh, I'm for addition, but I get real excited about multiplication. We're going to be multiplying. Uh, I'm a visionary. You, you see me. I, I just, well, I get kind of, and the, I can talk the, about this all day. It's time to go, is, man. And the truth is, uh, some of the other pastors that, that Mark has referred to here, they're wanting to jump on this they thing are. right now. They are. And we're saying, no, we, we need to work this thing right. through. Right. We want something that when it becomes uh, a template, right. that, 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 it's, it, that it's done right yeah. Yeah. across the country. So uh, we're saying, no, just hold off. We'll, yeah. we'll get there in time, but we're going to do this and we're going to do it right so that when we do launch it yeah. as a national program, uh, we will have some experience right. with this. And Dave Phillips, he's been invaluable. He's come out, come out uh, even another trip since uh, you were out there. And uh, just his vision, his expertise. I mean, I, I, I brag about you guys. I love this school, man. I think it's great. And I'm proud to be a part of it. Pray for us. So uh, let's, let's pray together. Just take a hand of the person next to you. We're in this thing together, y'all. Come on now. Let's just, let's just join. help me pray now. <laughs> Lord, uh, you've put this excitement in our hearts. Yes, Lord God. Thank you. In Theos, we are enthused about you. Yes, Lord. And you don't need our help. <laughs> you could do this without us. But you look down and says, I, I found some people that get it. They're, they're not trying to do their thing, trying to push their agenda. They really want to build my kingdom. Yes. Strategically, they see how important it is to raise up leaders. They're partnering together, doing whatever it takes to cooperate with me. Yes. So, Lord, we are so blessed that you would choose us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, I, I somehow believe we're going to look back on this scene a decade from now and say, that's where it started. Amen. Amen. That's where it started. Thank you. You do not despise small beginnings. And Lord, uh, keep us focused on you. Yes. We know the enemy hates this. He is so ticked off about this. 
And he will try anything at every turn to try to discourage or distract or to, to uh, get us off track. But we, Lord, are committed that right. thank we thank you. God for the partnership that yes. we enjoy. Thank you, God. We're confident of this, that he who began this work, this partnership, mm. will be faithful to bring it to completion. Yes, Lord. And it's all for your glory. Be with, Pastor, uh, be with President Graves right now as he just leads us in prayer. Harold, if you do that. Father, we thank you for your spirit that is at work in our hearts and lives. For your spirit that's work in uh, Pastor Mark here in Grove City Church. For your spirit that's at work on this campus through the ministries yes. of this college. And oh God, we know that, that what we're talking about today is, is divinely ordained. We do believe that, Lord. It's by your grace that we stand here. It's by your grace that we serve. It's by grace that men and women are called right. to go into the field of harvest. Mm. And Lord, I pray that in the days ahead, as, as we seek your face and your leadership, that each and everything that we do in this, in this collaborative relationship, Lord, would be to your glory and to the building of your kingdom. Yes. Oh God, we need a great revival in this country. And we know, Lord, that, that, it, that it's going to come by, by leaders that are trained and are filled with your spirit yes, and, and are capable of yes, going Lord. forth in the call that you've put on their heart. So we pray, God, that, that in the days ahead that you would continue to guide us and direct us in each and every turn that we take. May we know that you go before us that you go with us, that you're, you're guarding us in the rear. Yes, Lord. May it be of your will and guided by your spirit. Now bless Pastor Mark and Sue and the great church there in Grove City. And Lord, even now, those that you're calling yes, out to go yes, there yes, to, to be a, an intern. Lord, may, may we see from this the, the fulfillment of a Amen. great dream Amen. and a great vision. Amen. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. You know, God's smiling on this scene, but I kind of have a feeling uh, G.V. Williamson's, he, I think he's smiling down on this yeah. scene. Don't you think so? Amen. And we give God praise. Well, Amen. I th I'm done. Well, well, until tonight. Till tonight. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be talking about leadership lessons from Pastor Moses, the pastor and the ministry tonight. And uh, so come back and... Well, can we sing time. the doxology? Praise God from whom...